Yo, what is up, everybody? It is your boy, Woody, a.k.a. The Disciple, and I am back at it with another podcast. Man, so we're going to be talking about love. And funny enough, I love talking about the love of God. I feel like it's a topic I can talk about all the time. Um, it's obviously something that's very deep and complex. So, you know, if you got any questions, just let me know in the comments below. But we're going to start here. Okay. And what is love? Right. When I first started coming to church, there were three types of love we would always talk about. And it was a kind of love that was kind of just a friendship at first, right? Like, I love you because you offer this. I love you because you offer that. Very, very basic, right? Very, very surface level. Then there's the second kind of love that's kind of based off of like, it's almost like a business deal, right? So it's like, oh, okay. So we're together because, you know, you're cute, I'm cute, or I can provide you this, or I can provide you that. It's almost as though it's a contract. Like you're coming together. Like you imagine those old times where kings and queens would get married to one another just so that their kingdoms can be more powerful or more prominent in the land. It's almost based off of a contract. But then, then you get to what God kind of love is and it's it's the only Greek word that I remember if I'm being honest that's why I didn't describe the other two by their Greek words because I forgot but agape agape uh, is a unconditional love now what is a con un- what is a unconditional love right what is that and in basic terms it's when you've made a decision let me explain so an agape kind of love is an unconditional kind of love where you love the person no matter what No matter what is going on, no matter what the person does, you will continue to love them. Just like how God loves us, no matter what it is that we do, no matter how much sin it is we've committed in our life or in our lifetime. He loves us and he was willing to die for us despite everything terrible we could have ever done. And that is an agape kind of love. But I want to talk about it in a deeper kind of sense, right? Because even that, explaining it like that, just feels, it feels like it's not enough. It feels like it doesn't do it justice. In 1 Corinthians 13, 4, it says, love is described as love endures with repentance and sanctuary love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious love does not brag and it is not proud or arrogant everything love is patient kind thoughtful and it endures 
these are the qualities that make up that agape love. This is a love that no matter how long it takes for you to come around, God will be waiting for you. No matter how mean you are to God, no matter how many times you've turned him away, he will always show kindness onto you. And every single waking moment, God is thinking of you. The Bible says that God knows every hair on your head, that he was creating you from the beginning of time, that there was a place for you on this world. He's always thought about you. And he will continue to think about you because his love for you will endure the test of time. My gosh. Everything love is not, though, is look at this. It's jealous, envious, proud. It does not brag or is arrogant. Love is love. And love is God. God loves us. Loves you in this way. How can you not want a relationship with him? See, a lot of the confusion that comes around with love, especially today, you know, we are filled with this. Oh, man, I see it every single day. It's either people that just they don't know how to live with themselves unless they're in a relationship or they'll do whatever it takes to kind of destroy the relationship that they're in because they feel as though they've got to love themselves first or they got to be on top and, you know, they can't let anyone get the runaround on them. So, you know, they're so distrusting and, you know, there's all this, you know, well, I'm doing this so you don't get me first. I'm going to be with this person and that person because I feel a type of way about them. And all of these things are just feelings that just are fleeting and they don't last and, you know, they're, they're not real. These these are feelings that people deal with on a daily basis, and these feelings aren't even real. They're, they're messing around with feelings that aren't true to life or to themselves or to God. And, you know, every single thing here that describes what love is, is a decision, right? If... You're going to be patient. You have to decide to be patient. If you're going to be kind to someone, it has to be, you have to know, you have to love them enough to know what it, what it is to be kind to them. If you came up to me and you gave me tickets to a hockey game and you said that, oh yeah, bro, I love you. I, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm going to be like, this guy hates me because I hate hockey. Like this guy wasn't thinking about me at all. He had no regard for what it is that I liked. You know, all of these things are decisions that you have to premeditate on and and then execute. And it has to be thoughtful. It has to be there has to be like an, an educated decision behind these moves that you're trying to make. And people get fooled every single day by how they feel. And they think that because they feel like this for 10 seconds, that this is what it is. It's not true. It's just not true. Look at the kind of love God shows us, right? In John 3.13, I'm, I'm sorry, in John 3.16 and Romans 5.8, right? In John 3.16, it says, 
For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he would give his one and only begotten son so that whoever believes and trusts in him as his savior shall not perish but have eternal life. God did all of this so that we can be in eternity in eternity with him. And you know, I don't know anyone that's willing to sacrifice their <laughs> their lunch, let alone their child, you know? And look at what he says. He says, you know, he so loved and dearly prized the world. And this is the amplified version that I'm reading from. He so deeply loved and prized the world that he gave his only son. Now, God is not talking about the world world, like this big hunk of rock that's floating around a burning star. He's not talking about that. He's talking about you. You're his world. You're his world. He died for you. And there isn't any way around it. I'm sorry. I wish maybe <laughs> maybe you wish there was probably a different outcome. But that's, you know, he did all of this so that you could be with him forever. So that you wouldn't have to suffer. And look at what it says in Romans 5, 8. But God clearly shows and proves his own love for us by the fact that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. This was a pre... You gotta understand, guys. This was a premeditated decision from the foundation of the earth. From the second Adam messed up. From the second Adam and Eve were cast out. God hatched up this plan and he said, No, I'm gonna bring my children back home. So he planned all of this out while the second we made that mistake, the second we fell from his grace, he was like, I'm going to bring you back. I'm going to bring you back home. And that I got this plan. And yeah, I'm going to have to give up my son, but it'll be worth it to be with all of you in eternity. Man, that's powerful. That is powerful. Maybe you thought you weren't good enough, you weren't smart enough, not the prettiest or the most handsome, but God still saw something in you that was missed, something you left off of the list, that love, that love. When he looks at you and sees his baby, oh man. You can only imagine. It runs so deep. As a child, I can only imagine. I can only imagine what it's like for for a parent to have their child call for them. You know, I've never seen a child that ever struggled with their parents loving them. You know, it's always... If they need something, mommy and daddy, you know, and I was hanging out with one of my friends and she has these two beautiful children 
And you know, every time I hang out with her son and we're playing games, at some point of us playing, he's like, where's my daddy? And I, I got to tell the guy, like, oh, I'm sorry, man. He's at work, but, you know, it's okay. He'll be out of work soon. He, he craves his father's attention and love. And, you know, he doesn't doubt that, oh, man, my dad doesn't care about me today. He doesn't think like that. He just wants to know where he is so that he can be with him and hang out with him and play games with him and run around him. And, oh, man. It's, it's the love of a father, the love of a child. So amazing. You know, people try to fill in that void with everything under the sun except God. And I feel like that's where a lot of people's problems come from in the first place, right? Because they want to feel like they're fulfilled or they're achieving something. And they might fill that gap with their career or, you know, with the love of many relationships and you know it may work for a couple minutes or a couple months but you know that hole will still be there because what's meant to fill it is just just this infinite vast love if you ever felt like you had this void inside of your heart i suggest that you try to fill it with god and then he'll show you It'll show you how much he loves you. You don't got to listen to a podcast. You don't got to listen to me to figure that out. You can figure that out for yourself. Opening up that Bible and reading it and knowing what that truly means. Knowing what I'm truly trying to tell you. You know, he, he has something for you. He's got something ready for you. Something planned out for you. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be magical. You know, love him trust him you know a lot of the times we don't want to love him because we've been betrayed so many times in our personal life we feel as though that we can't trust him it's okay it's okay you don't gotta trust god to love god at first okay not only is he gonna prove himself right every single time anyway but you know I, you know, what gets me through the day is that sometimes I don't know what's going on in my life, but I tell myself, God, I don't, I don't know what's going on, you know, and I may not understand or completely trust this process of what's happening, but I love you enough to look past it. And I love you enough to keep going. And I love you enough to wake up every single day knowing that you got my back. And as long, as long as I love you, I will, you know, cause that's the thing. I I will love you and I may not understand and I may I may bring up my concerns and I may not fully understand what's going on. But I love you to shut the heck up and say, look, you ain't steered me. You ain't steered me wrong yet. You know, you've loved me. You've kept me. You've protected me. You've guided me. You've you've grown me into the person that I am today. I trust, I'm going to keep going. Anyway, I love you that much. Just do it. Just got to trust him, man. Got to love him. And with that being said, that is part one of what love is. I hope you guys enjoyed it. You know, if you got any questions, leave a comment. You can email me. 
um, at lordalways.com at, yeah, God bless you guys, I love you guys, and I'll see you in the next one, peace.